Make sure to check out one of our longest running partners, I think, Strava Craft Coffee. They're offering a brand new code to everyone for your first purchase. If you haven't tried Strava Craft Coffee yet, you can use DNVR25. That's the code DNVR25 to get 25% off your first purchase of Strava Craft Coffee, which is packed with CBD, of course. So make sure to check them out today, StravaCraftCoffee.com. Use the code DNVR25 at checkout. Get 25% off your first purchase. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Nuggets studio. It's an immaculate vibe Friday. It's first phrase that we alone know. It's been a week. It's been a week, guys, um, and it is coming to a close. It's been an eventful one. It's been a fun one. I had a good time this week, man. I, sometimes when the Nuggets aren't planned. It's fun. Content can be uh, no, I mean a bit of a slog. Uh, but this week it was fun, man. It was fun to hang out with you guys. It was, and I'll be honest, man. It was a good reset before the playoffs began. Like can we have this week off before the playoffs every year. Every year, I think I'm we will. I'm so down for it. Assuming you don't fall to the play-in, I yep. think we will. Yeah, just avoid the play-in and get a nice week to chill. Beautiful. Fast forward like two years, and the play-in is just like for every team that didn't make the top six, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a month long. Which is every yeah. team that's not the Lakers. Yeah. Like, we need to rectify <laughs> this. the playoffs so successful that they just expand it, so it's like only the top four are locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else is a play-in. Yeah, or they'll just be like LeBron. What should we do? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, whatever you us. want. Yeah. Everyone else in a play-in, we just eliminate it. What, what are we doing? The competition <laughs> committee is just the owners and LeBron. Well, I do think about, you know, think about the Utah Jazz right now. Not that this show is about pitying the Utah Jazz, but imagine that they don't know who they play right now. And yeah. the difference between Memphis and Golden State is so wide that Denver has had all week to sort of prepare. Like, okay, here's what we're totally. Same with Portland and come up with a plan. And... and Utah's just sitting there like, I don't know, we either have to really step out on know. Steph Curry or really drop on John right. Moran. I'm not sure what we're going to do yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, do, it does suck, but also, like, who cares? That's a great Screw point. Screw them. <laughs> I agree with that. So we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's <laughs> top-rated sportsbook app. Download it right now. They have a lot of it, – it's fun, man. They have a lot of promos going on right now for the NBA playoffs. So Every time I get on there, it's like 33% yeah, big profit boost. boost. Yeah. Yeah. Like profit boost here, profit boost there. Yeah, I got to say, like, sports betting – Sometimes you hear like people have mixed emotion or mixed feelings on it. Like it really just makes sports more fun. Like you should not go into it thinking you're going to make a substantive amount of money or like you should whatever. It's just it unless just, you're me. Unless you're at. I mean, you can. You certainly can. But like, dude, like big units. Get, yeah, get in. Like in and DraftKings wants you to get involved. Like they're giving you money. They're they're giving you a seat. Yeah, here you do start. not have to be a degenerate. To no, dude. From, it's like uh, nor should you. Do not eyes. become a degenerate. But yeah. just. It's fun to, at the end of the games, be like, man, is Jokic going to get this last rebound? Like, this game has been over for so three fun. quarters. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. Um, so, you guys, I'm not even going to introduce that. I got Brendan. <laughs> Thanks. Hey. We're in the all black. It's a funeral for the regular season. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> okay. I got Harrison Wind. Well, I feel like we have our aesthetic back. We if, do have if our If we aesthetic. had ever lost it. We're I never all in lose very it. Uh, neutral, muted colors. Navy blue t-shirt, blue yeah. jeans. You're going, you're going with the blue on blue. Vote's got the black on black. I've got the gray on gray. Oh, wow. And then <laughs> I'm sort of here. a mixture of all of you. Oh, We're all yeah, color you I've got black, gray, and blue. Yeah, there you go. Um, so here is the Fashion entire full, full squad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Later in the I'm show, we're going to be hearing from a Portland fan. We actually have a Portland fan um, live in studio. We're going to kind of pre- share the perspective of Portland fans uh, coming that. in. Yeah. We're also going to um, – what else is on the docket, guys? Do you guys it's remember? A, it's it's Eric's question. birthday today. Yeah, Eric's birthday. We'll probably talk birthday. about that. Nobody cares about that. No, we'll I talk. certainly don't want to talk about that. <laughs> are, are you sure? We have two segments. Hurricane T-Pag. Thanks, bro. The legendary <laughs> Hurricane T-Pag. <laughs> like, yeah, good joke, man. <laughs> Joke's on me. Thanks for the cash. <laughs> um, and, and, of course, we're going to play some over-unders, preview the series that way. But first, I want to talk about the news that just dropped. Just dropped. What? Austin Rivers. Questionable. He is questionable for tomorrow night's game with an illness. Now, Non-COVID-related illness. Non-COVID-related illness. Now, Nine times out of ten, when a player is listed as questionable, especially with an illness, they end up playing. Yeah. The question almost becomes, 
you know, well, obviously, will, will he play? Sure, that, that's a possibility. But the question comes like, did he not practice today? Did he not right. practice yesterday? Right. Well, he hasn't been in any of the photos that the team has been <gasps> releasing. Wow. Just a little uh, conspiracy corner there. Wind a little China. conspiracy corner. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. And yeah, now we're really. Unreal. Yeah, uh, really unreal. Um, honestly, though, vote, how does this affect things? It does. It I mean, does, it probably won't sure. linger, I think, beyond game one, assuming this is just a passing illness. A regular illness? Yeah, but I was sort of l- not loving, but liking Austin Rivers defensively on, on CJ McCollum. No, oh, I just mean I specifically oh, in that arena. You definitely would prefer to have him, there's no doubt. But I actually think while there was no Gary, there was no stopper, in some ways maybe this team was better set up than it has been in the past to not scramble chasing these guys around like, Faku and Rivers isn't terrible uh, defensively. No Rivers in game one. <laughs> Obviously, it affects the way you prepare, which might have a ripple effect throughout the season. Totally. Series, rather. Um, but it's tough. I- I'm scared of CJ now in game one. And Barton and Dozier are both ruled out. We thought maybe Barton would come back for this one. He is listed as out for game one. Yeah, I don't think we'll see Barton until like the back half of this series if he comes back. Um Austin Rivers, him potentially not playing is huge because he's like a big part of this team now, yeah. which is crazy. It's hilarious. But he's a, he's very important to this team because if you look at the other guards that the Nuggets have, uh, Marcus Howard, Shaq Harrison. That's wild. That's, that's, that's it. Literally it. That's it. That's There's the no the one else. That's sh- it. And so let's say Austin's out and you start Shaq. What does the bench look like then? Yeah, it's dude. He's literally <laughs> Monte a Marcus. Austin Rivers is. Oh, you do have Monte. Yeah, you could go. Yeah, oh, yeah, Monte. Yeah, Monte. Yeah, Monte. Yeah, Monte. My bad. My bad. My bad. For uh, for analysts, you're not gonna here. you're not gonna start Monte. I mean, maybe you start Faku Monte. They're clearly the best two players. I don't honestly. Where do you start if if Austin Rivers is for whatever reason ruled out, or if it's just like, hey man, we've only got 15 minutes from Austin Rivers tonight. <sighs> Sick as a dog. Don't want him around the team. I would probably go Monte. And I just start Faku Monte. Yeah. Oh, that scares me, brother. Yeah, I would probably go Monte. And then, you know, your first sub of the game, maybe you take Monte out, slide MPJ up to the two so Monte can run the bench. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the thing is that uh, those are two diminutive guards, but that's what they're going up against. Dame and CJ are not towering individuals. They're like, small. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Austin Rivers is obviously the best option, but I, it's not like if you put Monte on CJ and Faku on Dame, it's just like, an, you know, we're completely. It's also funny that we're a week removed from Monte not playing, and all of a sudden now it's like, well, 38 minutes. Like, <laughs> we just need you to play nonstop. Yeah. And by the way, guard two dynamic players. You know, that that is also a, a risk. Maybe it is Monte. I mean, when it's the playoffs, you worry a little bit less about that second unit. You're probably going to play guys a lot of minutes. Um, there's only one night off between these first two games, but I feel like that's enough. There's no travel. Um, yeah. It might just be a heavy minute total. I could also see if Austin Rivers wasn't available, Denver playing big. This is what happened once earlier this month right. when they were forced to, you know, were you going to put in Marcus Howard? Nah, let's just play Mar- Let's play enormous and see if what happens there. I, I mean, in my mind, the only other option is that you slide Shaq Harrison into the right. starting unit to just for defensive in that Tory yeah. Craig role. Which defensively, okay, that makes a ton of sense. But then you're talking about three shooters in, in, totally. in Faku, Shaq, and Gordon that the defense would would willingly help off of, yeah. gladly help. Off I of. mean, even if they were to slide Monte in there, they're still bigger than Portland because Portland's got a really small starting five. They yeah. got Powell at the three, Covington at the four. So even if they go with a smaller backcourt, Denver does, they're still going to be bigger than Portland. So do you just, when you say big, MPJ down to the two, Paul starts at power forward? Or yeah, like, like something like that. And yeah. it's funny because it is it would become an extreme style fight. You you have a bunch of like dribble drive penetration from Portland. That's what they do. And then if you went big, it'd be like, you know, that's, that's, that's a little bit nerve-wracking. But... You know, again, Denver's just so low on options. I also wonder, you know, one of the advantages Denver has had, in my opinion, over the last six weeks is teams don't know how to scout them. Because they've changed on a fly and they've been successful at it, but teams haven't really put together. And I worried about going into a series, now that you had a whole week for Terry Stotts to game plan for him, do you come up with something? But if Denver throws a curveball out of nowhere and it's like, hey, JaVale McGee is starting now, and they're like, wait, what? Now Covington is on McGee? Like, hold on. What what is going on here? Like, We're just going to get every single rebound. (laughs) Yeah, you could. I mean, honestly, this is such a big part of their game. They are a very good rebounding team. Um, And by the way, and hopefully I'll have the episode of the list been going back compiling videos. I think I got like 10 so far. I'll probably, it'll probably be like a mega episode that drops tomorrow. But one of the things I noticed from watching the, the 
the most revealing game to me was the second game. Right. Nuggets were without Jamal Murray already. Yep. Will Barton was still there and actually made a pretty good impact in that game. But, you know, you kind of look of like, okay, how are these guys going to match up? The main pieces, how are they going to match up? One of the things Denver did in that game was play through Aaron Gordon in the post more than they have, I think, at any other point. And you might remember we talked about it there, and I was just kind of like, when that game happened, you weren't thinking strategically. You were just like, man, Gordon kept going to the post tonight. Was that You go back and rewatch it, and you're like, oh, this was deliberate for a sure. couple reasons. Nurkic guards Jokic out on the perimeter. Now they don't have a rim protector. They're already small. Their secondary rim protector is Robert Covington, who at times would be guarding Michael Porter. So now he's out on the perimeter. So who's your rim protector? Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, while Norman Powell battles uh, Aaron Gordon. Now, Aaron and didn't... Um, was that the game where Aaron Gordon like drew three fouls right off the bat? He did draw a bunch of fouls. Yeah. So, and here's the thing, Aaron Gordon. I don't love him as a scorer in the post, right. and and Portland was pretty good about not over committing. Even when he would get switches, they'd run a quick little pin down. Damian Lillard would switch onto him, and they'd post him up. And Aaron Gordon, like maybe fifty fifty on though, wasn't great. But the thing is. They're already a not a great defensive team. You take Nurkic out of the equation because of Jokic. You take Covington out because of MPJ. All of a sudden, like you're just going to score off of like who else is left to guard. They're, those guys are in bad spots. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did try to play in the post a little bit more. And maybe Michael Malone does get a wild hair where he's like, you know what, Paul Millsap, go in there. We're gonna Robert Covington. We're gonna make Covington guard the ball. Nurkic guard out in the perimeter, and let's see if Norman Powell can protect the rim right. behind you. Right. Um, probably not. If you get Robert Covington in foul trouble, like who do the Blazers turn to? Derek Jones Jr., who hasn't played very yeah, much. Yeah, who's not in the rotation, who yeah. hasn't been for a while. I, like Portland is so bad defensively where I think Denver can get creative like that. I think they can yeah. try some stuff. You know, maybe throw JaVale and Nicole Jokic out there together, get Aaron Gordon in the post. Um if Denver is creative and runs its offense, I think it's going to be able to score on Portland pretty easily. Yeah. Even though Nuggets are obviously down so many guys. I do think with that Gordon angle we were just talking about, the hope is probably foul trouble, right? And and spreading them thin that way. Also, just getting Aaron Gordon some confidence. Something, like if yeah. you if you get him a look early and he gets to the line or he gets an easy basket right off the bat. That's going to put him in just a good headspace. So let's get into this because this is one of my questions for you is who is the X factor? And for me, you know, Jokic and Porter are going to be X factors because I expect so much of them. Like if they're bad, the Nuggets are going to lose this series if one of those two guys just has a bad series. But figuring out, figuring those two guys are at least going to be their averages. Um, to me, the, the next X factor really is Aaron Gordon because of what a pivotal role and how much I think Denver is going to try. Not to say play through him is not correct. Like they're going to play through Jokic, they're going to play yeah. through Faku, they're going to play through the guys that handle the ball. But I do think they're going to play through him a lot more than what they usually do because of what it does to Portland's defense. Yeah, he's going to have to be the Nuggets' third leading scorer on on most nights, I think, and um, he, he's gonna have to shoot a high percentage i think i said this on the show a couple days ago or last week but i think there could be a lot of games this series where aaron gordon goes like seven of ten from the field seven of eleven where he just gets a lot of easy buckets within denver's offense just moving cutting because i don't think portland's defense is built to guard denver they're just not they don't have the personnel they're not high iq enough so i think gordon has to be that guy i do yeah i really want to see denver take advantage of Carmelo Anthony. Like whether that comes through Gordon, whether that comes through Millsap, whether that comes through Jermichael Green, like to me, like that matchup is the X factor in it's uh, that would be best. Like last year it was Montrez Harrell. That was like, for whatever reason, Doc Plate kept playing him, but it was so clear that he was the mark. Like when he's on the court, you mean, we know why he kept playing, him. <laughs> but it would be great if, that if that was Melo this year, if it was like, man, I'm every saying, time Melo's like, on the floor, just yeah. you can't play him because his defensive rating is 140 through the series so far. Yeah. And it is possible. It's also possible that his offensive rating is 140. Who's the X Factor? And by the way, in the comments, let us know, and, and Kale will bring him up on the board what everybody's saying. Yeah, for the sake of variety, how about Paul Millsap? Yeah. About, someone needs to score off the bench. As you said, he could possibly be included in some starting lineups. This isn't a terrible matchup for him. Um and I've liked Millsap in, in in spot minutes off the bench, so you know he's not going to dominate anyone. But is there a quarter? Or I disagree. A... I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not picking it, but I don't say it's like a known. He's a guy. If I actually said who is going to be the third leading scorer, Millsap has a case in there for me, Absolutely. along with all these other guys. That says a lot more about the other guys from a scoring standpoint. But are we sure? 
Millsap can't have a twenty point game. Not at all. Tw- Twenty five point game. Like he he's gonna have very favorable matchups. We mentioned Carmelo. Yeah, I mean I think he's gonna have at least a quarter, I think, if not a full game where you yeah, go, man, that's Millsap, more accurate. Millsap turned that type. Well you just don't know because it's not at all off the table that Paul Millsap has been conserving energy. I mean, I would say it's almost likely. Right. Like, and so we've seen him spring to life a few times uh, down the stretch here where we actually, he was actually needed. Um, in my mind, though, like the X factor, and it's crazy, was, was going to, I would, would have said uh, Austin Rivers. Like, Austin yeah. Rivers. Like, I hope <laughs> he that he plays. Yeah, I, I really hope that he big. plays because that is a position that, um, you know, like, I know that Portland isn't thinking about. They're not thinking about stopping Austin Rivers, but we know that he has it in him to get absolutely microwave hot. Like if he starts shoot like draining him from three, and then all of a sudden they have to start really paying attention to him. Jokic has more room to operate. Like that to me unlocks the entire offense. Yeah, I think Austin Rivers is a really good one. It does make me nervous that he's that he's this illness here. What, what I'm most worried about with that second unit with Denver is rebounding, because they're going up against Enos Canner. And it, like, if there's one thing Canner does, it's just absolutely crash the glass. Like, yeah. so do you, does this have to be a McGee series? Though? So what's interesting about when I went back and watched is it was Millsap J Mike. They tr- they went with that even against Cantor, and I think it had pretty good success actually. You know, yeah. that second unit had a good run in them. So, um, so I don't know because I assumed the same thing. I was like, Javale McGee probably gets the minutes here, but maybe not. That terrifies me. You want McGee? No, I do not want McGee. Oh, you don't th- want McGee? No. Well, that's what I'm saying is that in the game, game that second game that they played, that's what it was. Yeah, like I don't, I don't want that. Like I don't want. <laughs> I, I, like I love Javale McGee as a guy. I love him as the veteran presence somehow, which is so confusing that he is again the voice of wisdom because he's been on multiple championship teams. But he's just like I just yeah. don't trust him. Still, he is tough to trust. He he is a little tough to trust. I, I'll just say like. I would be very surprised if Millsap has just a huge game. I think I'll have like a quarter. Yeah. Uh, as Vote said, but a huge game, a 25 point game. I, I know he turned a lot around the whole clip series, but we've seen that from him so few and far between this season. And even that was really just one quarter. It was right. that third quarter. Like last year, Paul Millsap was a starter. You know, yeah. like, like this year, his role has been so different to me where I, I have a tough time seeing it for a game. Really? See, yeah. I don't, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if Millsap, especially in this game one, if Austin Rivers is, you know, not at 100%, anything less than 100% or out, I wouldn't be surprised if he played 30, 32 minutes, like played starter level minutes wow. just because it's where else are you going to go? I mean, we j- just think about it logically. Shaq Harrison going to play all those minutes? Probably not. Even if he plays well, he's still probably a 25 minute per game or less guy. Marcus Howard, I just don't see playing. Like even no. even if they if they have to go, no. even if they go to I just don't know that you're going to trust Marcus Howard for heavy minutes. It's not even fair to him, quite frankly. So Monte Morris will play. Faku will play. Shaq somewhat. That means other guys are going to have to slide up and just play a lot of minutes. And I have a feeling. Dude, are we, are, we, are we like ignoring the most obvious for the X Factor? Faku don't even say it. Don't. Faku Campasso. Oh, okay. You, you, can say, you, you can say that. Yeah. No, I thought it was going to go like um, a longer boy. But. No, like just the like the a guy who's like made his living, his reputation, his yeah. entire career off of being just an X factor. Like you don't really know what to get from I, him. I Apparently like, he's going to be turned yeah, up an I, extra 40 percent. I feel like Faku, no matter what he does, is just going to be a factor. Well, yeah, I was going to say, a big what, factor. what would it mean for him to be in your mind an X factor? Uh, scoring like he, yeah, we get yeah. we get 18 points a game. We get 16 <laughs> points a game. Yeah. We get, you know, Per like, game. No, I, I could see it. Well, I mean, We've seen it like a few times. I mean, he's so off and on, but like that to me says X factor. It's like something you're not anticipating that that flips the dynamic of the series. To, to me, it would be defensively is where he can make his impact. I mean, it's, he's doing that regardless. Who, who guards Dame? Who guards Dame? Who guards Dame? You know, what if the Nuggets do have an answer to that question? Now, I personally feel like Dame is going to go off more than once. You know that that game where Faku was successful, Dame did just kind of miss some open looks. But that said. I, th- I view P- Faku as a high-impact defender when he's playing well. So does he swing a game or two? And if he does it that way, that's really meaningful. And I love it, too, by the way. Today, his media availability, Faku's like, oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, he's so anti. Like, And all the Euros that come over here, and, and I love it, and we love it on the show because in some markets, it'd be like, he admitted fear like what a loser he's not like, an alpha. He's not an alpha. Yeah, is he a beta? <laughs> like, what's going on here? But like, that's what I love about just how dumb like yeah. we talk about sports over here so when guys yeah. come over here like oh yeah. i'm not supposed to be honest i have no fear and i am only 
angry. Like it's okay to have a little nervousness. Yeah. It's okay. Well, that's what I was funny is because then he immediately follows it up and he's like, I'm so nervous, but you know, I'm always nervous before playoffs or any, anything last yeah. year, Europe oh, or something. And I was just like, I love that. yeah, I do too. It's oh, like, wow, awesome. he's a human being. Great. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. He's one of us. He's one of us. So. Well, let's not go that far. Another <laughs> X factor in this series. To right. Me, we are all taller than him. <laughs> uh, is not Norman Powell who not shot 41% from three this season. Yeah. Um, has allowed them to play what they, you know, are, are somewhat like I guess essentially three guard lineup. Um, and how is he used defensively? That's he, the thing to me. And and you know the dynamic you brought up, like in terms of maybe Denver trying to to push some pressure on him, is interesting. Do they put Powell on MPJ and Covington roams, which they did in that last game? I'm not so sure about that, but there are questions about how Powell is used, and then. Also, how does Denver either A, limit him, or B, take advantage of um, Portland's willingness to play him? So, hold on. Norman Powell, I was looking this up last night because I sent out this tweet that pretty much compared Michael Porter Jr.'s points per touch to Clay Thompson's from 2016-17. Norman Powell is also among the leaders in um, points per touch. Like, the guy is super, super efficient. Yeah. He, he just scores. He, he's like... Kind of mini MPJ esque, right? So he's he's dangerous. Yeah. MP Junior, MPJ Junior, <laughs> MPJJ. The last the last <laughs> thing that I will say this isn't a player that's an X factor, but it's a thing that is I think among the biggest X factors. Nikola Jokic's three point shooting mm. because Denver is going to have a hard time spacing the court, and Nurkic can't guard Jokic all over the court. He can nope. only guard him inside, and even there, like Jokic can cook him. It's just. I don't know that Denver can win this off of Jokic in the post solely. Like, they have to find some variety. I don't know if they're going to find great pick and roll. They might find good pick and roll play. I don't know if they'll find great pick and roll. But you can really punish him by making Jokic a three-point shooter. And not just three-point shooter. I think he might need to take volume shots in this series. You know, be comfortable taking five a game, maybe even six a game, and knocking down above 40%. And if in this first game he can have some, like a four for six three-point night, I think that not only does Denver win, but I think it forces Portland to be like, screw it. He's a 40% playoff three-point shooter. We have to treat him like Dirk Nowitzki. My only pushback on that is I think the efficiency, like 38% plus, is a lock. It's a lock. I think he shot so well all year. That's how he shoots in the playoffs. He just got that week off. So I know the three-point shot was dipping, but he got that mental and physical rest. And as he said before, he think he thinks less in the postseason, which yeah. sounds counterintuitive, but he does. And that three-point shot falls. How, how, the volume shooting, getting him good looks, that's the big question. But him knocking down here's the, open threes. Here's the thing, though. If he's not getting good looks, that's because Nurkic is playing so high on him, which is also a win. Right, like totally. The only point... He doesn't actually need to sink, shoot a single three if Nurkic is going to come out here. He just needs to take him off the dribble. If you guys remember that game too, Jokic had a like dribble around him dunk. Oh yeah, do you remember the play? Oh, like of we're going to get a bunch of those. That, yeah. But that's the thing. So that's why I say if I'm Portland, I probably at first say like let's see if he can make totally. some. We'll, we'll close out. But look, Nikola Jokic is so impossible to defend. You've got to give up something. Yeah. And if I'm a defense, I'm probably giving up the three a little bit. Yeah. Probably at least a little I bit. I know it's going to be funny if he starts off the games like he always does by shooting by like six pump fake three-pointers. Yeah. Like Jokic loves to start off every game by doing five to six of those and then finally he'll unleash one. I hope he just comes out and starts firing him. Like I was, you know, going down the stretch, I, I really feel like we were watching Jokic wear down just a little bit like because he is a human being. This, the fact that we have this week off like gives me so much, I don't know, like I'm just so convinced that we're going to get peak Jokic coming out and just like looking like he did at the beginning of the yeah. season. Just like mm -hmm. take no prisoners. Me too. Let's go. Yeah, that's why. I, I, me too. I'll be crushed if he doesn't. He should. But I really think he is. He's shooting 40%. I have more com I've always been confident. I have more confidence than ever. So yeah, he let's just, see it. Did, I mean, didn't to you guys, he looked just a little weary. Totally. Heading down the street. Totally. I mean, the the, the Tired, weight yeah. of the MVP conversation that he doesn't pay attention to, but all the same, like his performance in general was like always under the microscope and as being not good enough. Um, he doesn't listen, but like it was wearing on me. It's impossible. <laughs> it, it would like, be impossible not to just feel it a little bit. Totally. Um, even if you don't pay attention or read or watch anything, you're still just going to feel totally. it. Totally. And he's pressing a little bit like just the fact like 
whoever came up with this play in tournament deserves a raise. Deserves they a raise. actually should be the new commissioner of the NBA. Yeah, real, real quick, dude, this comment from Yosemite Ham is awesome. Crowd will be an X factor. Nuggets allowing 40%. Totally. Portland only 10. Yeah. I think that matters. Yeah, for sure. Totally. For yeah, sure. I think this week off was big, and the vibes are, are heating up, I think. Jamal Murray is back the in The vibes Denver. are immaculate everywhere. They're immaculate dude. in Miami. They're yeah. immaculate in Dallas. But, but, They're immaculate yeah, in Houston. Specifically, I'm so surprised to see everyone so into the Nuggets. Yeah, they are so into them. I'm telling you, yeah, the most influential all, side ever. The fact that the vibes are all that matter, but in Denver, <laughs> uh, Jamal Murray is back in town. Dude. Seems like he's going to be on the bench for these first couple games, so that's going to be an emotional boost, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The vibes done been immaculate. <laughs> Let's take our first break. On the other side, we're going to start previewing the series by looking at some over unders, like real ones, you know, real over unders, points, and then this and that. It's not forty percent though for Denver, right? What's the capacity? Forty three. If you look at the yeah, if you look at the Avalanche games, like and people, they look fans, full, man. People yeah. report back that it, it feels like yeah, it's I can't full wait, for dude. That's tomorrow. Oh man, that first quarter is going to be like. So much this hype. is why all right i'm gonna save it all right I'm let's hit our first oh, wow there's a tease <laughs> uh guys we got the lawnmower 4.0 it's uh, out it's available it's launched from manscape the lawnmower 4.0 4 baby show, show them the great work it does vote <laughs> <laughs> why do you think vote's been showing off the ankles so much lately it's the not new, a coincidence the new boyishly hairless ankles oh wait that wait a minute you didn't shave those yeah. okay well <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you guys can get the lawnmower 4.0. We all got them. I walked into the bar uh, last week. Just a huge box of lawnmower 4.0s. Yeah. We did. Uh, picked one up. It was great. Already used it. It's it's awesome. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you can get yours from Manscape Manscape.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at Manscape.com. That's very important. You have to use the code. You must use the code DNVR at Manscape.com for 20% off. Plus free shipping. Get yourself a lawnmower 4.0. Also, if you're looking for a dentist in the Denver area, we got to recommend Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of us here at DNVR, we go there to get everything done from uh, teeth cleanings to wisdom teeth pulled to cavities filled. They're great people. They're great at what they do. They're Denver sports fans just like us. Denver through and through. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them and get a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top of the line electric toothbrush. Again, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, get a free Sonicare toothbrush today. All right, back here, we're gonna keep it moving. I wanna, um, actually- I just got Evan's joke, it took me a second. <laughs> I missed it, whatever. Uh, wanna play a couple over-unders, and the first one I wanna do, this is, a, with the Austin Rivers coming in, this one almost becomes a little bit more questionable, but the first one I have here is starting lineups. 0.5 starting lineups. Now, let me just do this so we make the game easier. I'm going to assume Austin Rivers is fully cleared to play. Not sick, not whatever. Fully cleared to play tomorrow night. Eric, over under 0.5 starting lineups for the Denver Nuggets. Over. Over. Two? Over. Three? I mean, I think all. I don't know. Like <laughs> Seven? I, yeah, dude. Well... Four. Oh, <laughs> there was like a spice in there somewhere. All right. I love that the Nuggets are both going to win the series in a sweep, but also change the starting lineup every night. They're just going to do it because they're the vibes are so back to it. They're going to be like, no, whatever. I up no, I, up I, 3 0, and Malone's yeah. like, we got to change. Marcus. Marcus, you're out there. Just, just toying with him. No, I, I I mean, honestly, I think Malone from New York talking to Marcus. Truth, truthfully, like, no, I mean, truthfully, if, if Austin Rivers is, is healthy, like, I, I, they'll ride, like, Malone loves to set it and forget it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm hoping, set it set it I'm, I'm hoping, it. I'm hoping that's the case, so like, funny. where he doesn't have to make big sweeping changes because we're not having to react to th something weird that Portland is doing that's throwing us off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I guess actually the opposite. So it's, you're going to say over, but it's just like one little move. One. Yeah. yeah two, two, so two lineups. Yeah. Okay. It's probably over, but I'm going to go under. Um, like, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Nicole Jokic will start every play. Yeah, like, you can't not start those three. Nope. Um, like, I just don't know. Monte Morris is, is the biggest candidate to maybe get in there for an Austin Rivers, for a Faku. Um, but I'll go under. I think they, they stick with this one. I'll say over um, because I do think if they get out to a slowish start 
and, and Portland's guards are wrecking them. Maybe Malone considers some sort of different look, whether that's going bigger or going to Monte. Um, yeah, that's the end of my answer. Harrison made me because I, I was like, a, this is a lock to go over. If you think back two years ago, San Antonio series, there's always something changed it up. You go back uh, even last year, Utah. changed it up. So there's always some kind of rattling of the lineup. Right, so they, I feel like it's because they always lost the first game. Yeah, and and just oh, be, and, and also it, they've needed it, right? Yeah. They've been like, hey, we have to adjust from what we're doing. Guys have come back from injury. Yeah, but they, but Harrison makes a great point, which is like, who is it? So those three guys are locks. Monte's the only one I you feel can see like a Monte sent yeah. to the starting lineup. Yeah, um, unless they do the Millsap thing we talked about earlier, or even maybe a Barton. Like maybe Barton comes back game. Three plays well, three four, and then yeah. game five they're like, you know what, he's good enough to start, and he's our starter. We'll put him out there. So, yeah. I'm gonna go over, but I agree. I think there's two starting lineups. Um, Fifteen point wins either way, either direction. Zero point five, very blowout. Fifteen points or more is sort of the blowout territory. There'll be one for sure. There'll definitely be one. I don't think there'll be any. I think really, that, uh, dude, this is gonna be a absolute like slugfest. I feel like these two te- like these two teams are gonna be just right at each other like when i was looking at you know like really making my real prediction i was like man like Digging i really into the analytics. well i just like the nuggets but i i also know that there's so little uh, please i love you, I love you guys are so proud of how you look at basketball we say the I'm same not, things like, all you do is right that's the only difference between you and i like there's wow. no difference in how we look at things except for maybe adam who played anyway uh but the point is is that like uh, I actually lost my point. I got flustered because... Go <laughs> ahead, search for smirk. it. Somewhere it's right around. It's floating around. <laughs> there will be a oh, 15-point games, dude. Like, I just think they're all close. Like Every time they these two teams play, it's close. It's personal. Like Nobody lets up. There will be one. I mean, the 2019 series... That was a knockdown, like drag out brawl. I felt like that was like both teams taking punches. There was a blowout game that series. Yeah. Denver blew Portland out once, so I think there's going to be one. I think there's going to be one each way. I think there's two. Yeah. I think Denver loses in a blowout. Yeah, I think Denver wins those series, but I'd be blown away if they don't look bad once. Yeah, you know, with yeah. the current personnel, present personnel. Yeah. I mean, you just need well. This is another one we can get to. Jokic bad games, and when I say bad game, like let's. Th- the the bar is so high for him that it's like a below average regular season performance for Jokic would be considered a bad game here. So, zero point five. I'll start over here. Zero. <laughs> zero. You're going under. I'm going zero. It's my it's yeah, my lock yeah, of the yeah, show. Zero. Absolutely. Absolutely zero. Dude, yeah. It, it's it's Jokic's time. Like, yeah. We have entered the age of Jokic. Uh, bad game. I mean, we're gonna have to just lift the floor of like what a bad game means if, we're, if we want to be able to say that he's had like one. 25, 10, and 8. Yeah, like a bad game is just like not getting the triple-double. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that case, like he might have one bad game. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, gonna have no bad games. Oh, speaking of triple-doubles, Jokic triple-doubles. One and a half. I struggled with this line because he's gonna play a lot of minutes, but the triple-doubles haven't been there lately. Yeah, I don't think he's out. I don't think the assists are there. Guys, there is a really cool is guy. Is there with a, motorcycle a motorcycle rally really on cool. York Street yeah. right now? Wow, really loud. He's got a style. People are feeling it. It's, uh, it's summertime, baby. All yeah. the girls in the DNVR bar just ran out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're just out the door. Well, calm down. Michaela, calm down. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? 1.5 triple doubles, Jokic. Uh, I think I don't, I'd be surprised if it was more than one. The assists just haven't been there. I'm going to go over. Feeling it. I, I just think Denver's going to score more than people think. Yeah. More than they have, like, since Jamal Murray went down, even. I think assists will actually be up. Like, for me, it's the rebounds because he had, he, we'll, be, we'll be going up against Cantor, who specializes in. He's a great rebounder. Cantor. Um, Cantor. Um, Cantor. 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 He can't, or he really can't. Um, but, like, I feel like they're going to key in on Jokic, and so he'll distribute the ball. Like, He's going to get a bunch of assists to MPJ. He's going to get a bunch of assists, hopefully, to Aaron Gordon. Like, uh, So that being said, I mean, I think he'll be knocking on the door of a triple-double every game. But because it's Jokic, he'll miss one stat by one. So <laughs> he'll get like, – I don't know which one it is. Like, he'll, he'll have zero triple-doubles. Yeah, yeah. Six, he'll, he'll get almost. one – Maybe he might get one or two triple-doubles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll get so. Sombor doubles, is that what we're calling them? Oh, I mean, he'll get a Sombor double every game. Oh, Sombor double, a lock. Seven of them. Lock. Shouts to Mislav. My my thing is, I just think at some point this is going to come down to, like, all right, Yoke, just pick up your own pace, you know, beat the double teams, move quicker. Like, we need you to score 30 I feel like there's going to be a stretch every single game where Yoke scores 10 of 12. Well, so here's the thing. I'm This to tell you how I'm feeling about Jokic 
I'm going to take the over on triple doubles. Next one, Jokic, 28 points per game. I'm going to take the over on that, too. Definitely. Yeah. That's, 28 is a lot. That would be, I think, his I mean, highest ever in a playoff. That's Jokic. pretty much what he averaged this regular yeah, season. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to live in the 30s. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would take the over on that, yeah. too. Really? All right. Yeah. So everybody, everybody's Look, feeling Jokic. You might find this surprising. I'm high on Jokic. Right? <laughs> yeah, you are really high on him. We're all all here in we the studio very high on Jokic player. Yeah, decent player. and CBD. Well, Michael, yeah. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr., 23 points per game. I'll go over. Now, I don't know if you have this as a over-under, but I think there will be a game or two where he struggles. Okay. but I don't. Okay. Oh. But I think he will go over that. Ooh, I, you know what? Let's Okay, we'll, we'll do that next. I'll make one up on the fly. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be over. I mean, this is like a hopeful over because it, it if, in fact, he is, it, it spells really good things for the Denver Nuggets. And um, I don't have any reason to believe that he will back down from the spotlight. But, like, if Michael Porter Jr. steps up and is Michael Porter Jr., like, that's an easy over. Will Michael Porter have any games? I'm gonna set the line at zero point five of twenty points or less. Yes. Yeah, I could. I think he just does have one of those nineteen and eight games at one point. Whether yeah. that's he was less involved or he didn't <laughs> like get a shot. Nineteen point five points. Right, yeah. right, right. You're like <laughs> way under. He'll have nineteen. No, but you know what I mean. Like when totally. he falls twenty points is honestly like it's yeah. a lot of points, man. No, no, it's no. But I'm saying but like if if you told me lot. Michael Porter had twenty points tomorrow night in game one, I'd be like, Nuggets probably lose. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't feel great. Twenty. But if he does, like. I could just see him having one of those like nineteen and seven games, you know. Jokic beat. said he needs fifty. He was asked about <laughs> Michael Porter the other day. He said, "What does he need to do?" He said, "Score 50. I'm like with it, you know. <laughs> well, it's because yeah, Jokic is like, I know what it takes to win in the playoffs, and it means you have to have one guy that scores fifty points. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I do know. A couple times, we're gonna be a couple. 50 you just have to have, out of have all. You, all it takes is a prime Michael Jordan performance <laughs> yeah. uh, from one guy. So it's got to be MPJ. You want to know something though? If MPJ had a fifty-point game in the playoffs, I wonder if every scoring player on earth is like signing up, signing up for Denver. Jamal Crawford's like, I'll pay you to play to, for me to sign because if it becomes a like. As much as this is a credit to Jamal, and it would be a credit to Michael if he did this first and foremost, it'd also be like, hey, man, dude, yes. something to play with Yoke. There's something in the water. <laughs> something well, to play with Yoke. If, if, the, the, if not only do these individual players get great stats, but the Nuggets are actually threatening to win the championship, that's how you st start to get uh, like David Wests and like the, yeah. the Paul oh, I can't Mills wait till we get David West. You know what I mean? Like you get like these guys. You get like those guys. Paul Millsap, and he's so, already here. Somewhere David West just picked Julius Randle to win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> but totally, you get, you get these like stars that are ring chasing. The guys that are like good yeah. enough or like we're gonna get like Blake stars. Griffin next year. Totally, apparently. yes. You get guy like as soon as trade deadline comes around or just whatever in free uh, like the free agent season, you get like you know comically low contracts for guys that have been like stars on their yeah. team that have is greg monroe still in the league <laughs> no um can the nuggets win a game when porter scores under 20 it's gonna be freaking tough it would have to be one of those where it's like 90 to 88 yeah and maybe there is one of those games this series i wouldn't be surprised there always seems like there might be they but. can they can i don't i don't think i would predict predict that but they can did we see games where the Nuggets have like a really balanced effort from their starting unit? We, yeah. we look, we look at the box score, and you just see double digits next to every starter's name, and like that's not uncommon. That's when Jokic is absolutely in his bag, and he's right. just like uh, working the offense like a maestro, and he's just getting everybody involved. So I think totally, totally they can. Like I don't think that that's necessarily their plan, but I mean they have that in them. I think it would be very hard. I would feel very bad about that, but. We'll see. There are uh, three point field goal percentage for Michael Porter, forty one and a half. It's funny setting this line because what an unrealistic line. But laughing out loud. Setting so line. for reference, last year he shot thirty eight percent from three in the playoffs. Now he shot forty one percent in the first round, like thirty percent against the Clippers, and then forty one percent again against the Lakers in that series. So forty one and a half percent is sort of a high bar. It's basically saying he's going to have the best three point shooting playoff series of his career. <laughs> I'll go over. <laughs> wow. <Fuck it. laughs> I, I don't think Portland's going to – yes, they're going to be really focusing on him. Um, but I think he's coming into this series really confident. Yeah. That's the sense I get. He's in a really good headspace. He's excited. Um, I, too, think he is a confident he, He's confident, and he's just Coast ready on. to go, man. I think he's just ready to freaking go. Wow. I'm I'm – yeah, I'm I'm buying stonks, man. I'm excited. I'm with Harrison. I think he's ready. I'm ready to watch it. 
I'll take the over, at least in this series. Maybe sure, not yeah. Playoffs, this yeah. series, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. But just two words, I guess. Yeah, Mike. Let's go, dude. He can absolutely <laughs> do this. He can absolutely do this. Like, if they start to shut down his three-pointer, uh, it's just because they, they have somebody crowding him up on the up on the line. Um, but he's no stranger to, to shooting three-pointers in transition. He's no stranger to, you know, like, finding other ways to get it off. Like, I just think that if he if he finds open looks, he can knock them down. Like, there's a good chance that they there won't be as many three-point opportunities for him because they'll focus in on it. But, like... I mean, you talk about a dead-eye shooter. Yeah, I think I might go a little bit under on this. I think the volume is going to be extreme. Mm. And it, so it I could better say... Be. Do you think it'll be... Ex- and, and to be honest with you, I kind of think the volume is more important than the accuracy. Like, look, he's got to be above 38%, you know? But if he shot 39% but it was on, like, 11 threes, I'd be like, okay, that's great. That's perfect. That'd be better than if he shot 44% on seven threes, to me. It just means he's getting open. He's, you know, he's creating that gravity, um, you know, whatever. So um, I feel good about that one. Gordon, Aaron Gordon, 12 points per game. I set this high. I think he's, he's going to be. 12? 12 is a lot. He's averaging 10 for the Nuggets in the season. Oh, over. Definitely over. Did I set it too low? What? Why is no, that win? Is that Gordon steps it up or Denver finds ways to get Gordon involved that we hadn't seen as much? I just think he's going to have to be involved. Like, mm. there's just really not that many other options i think he knows it the coaching staff knows they need to get him going i think like adam said they're gonna try to run some stuff through him get him to the line early get him some easy buckets um i i think it's over Mm. yeah yeah we saw aaron gordon when he was like really energized when he first arrived here and he was an offensive force like he was cutting a lot he was at the rim he was also shooting which comes with confidence and we know that he's been able to do it like I just think that he's been a little dormant because he hasn't had to be um, the whole team on his back. Like, and he's been coasting a little bit, but I, I, I mean, I think like we're going to see a keyed up version of Aaron Gordon, like, and with that is going to come offensive, like production. So yeah, I'm going to go over too. like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't expect him to score 18 points a game or anything, but like, you know, 14 points. Yeah. I don't, I don't think 14, 15 is out of the question. I'm taking the way over 15, 16. Cause I, I actually think he will be pretty pivotal. I'm so curious to see how he rebounds in this series. I think it'll be a key for him. He hasn't like blown me away with his rebounding, but there's going to be a lot of rebounds to be had from him. A uh, lot of, yeah. A lot of jump shots from Portland. Oh, but not even just that. I'm, I'm talking even more about so much emphasis is going to be on Jokic. Who's out right. on the perimeter. Michael right. Porter, who's out on the perimeter. So now it's like, there's going to be a lot of rebounding battles that are between Dame, CJ, Powell, Gordon, Faku, you know, and guard X for Denver. Sure, and it's sure. like Gordon is by far the biggest, strongest, most athletic of all of those guys. So there's going to be a lot of, hey, there's opportunity for you to really feast down there. It might yeah. be the barometer, too, for his gear, as we've talked about, you know, like because yeah. there's no wing for him to really right. like. So what does it look like? A.G. really turned it on. He Maybe can it's just that. Maybe he, he can win over a lot course. of fans, man, tomorrow yeah. night. Just yeah. come out, come out with some energy. Mm-hmm. Faku three point field goal percentage. I'm going to set it at 39 percent. Under, under. <laughs> all right. Here's the argument. I'm going to take the under two. Here's the argument. The argument is they will all be wide open, like almost all of them. Yeah. And he was more or less a 40 percent shooter when wide open this season. And Argentina will tell you it's playoffs. Get ready for clutch. Let's go. I'm going to take the under on this, but it's like a 37-38, not like 34-35. What what would give you more confidence tomorrow night? Assuming the Nuggets win the game. Jokic goes for 40. Michael Porter goes for 35. Or Faku goes four for four from three. Michael Porter goes. Michael Porter, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Faku stuff always feels like just like an added bonus. Yeah, yeah. it's like okay, it just happens. It's like yeah. oh yeah, awesome, but you can't count on it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, Faku foul outs zero point <laughs> five. Over. I think he'll get one. Uh, I'm gonna go under. I don't know. Has he fouled out much this year? Well, he, part of the this question is if you get two, like Malone will sit you. You get two more, totally. and sit you again. Like that's just it. Is it Faku might play forty minutes tomorrow night? Yeah, he really might. Like, he might have to. Can you believe that? <laughs> 40 minutes. Right, for Eric, what's the over-under on AG Pro game? 
Uh, it's got to be. I mean, the over under is be one, but he it better be under. He's in AG. the he's in the fro right now. He is currently yeah, as we speak. No, but I'm telling you, you, like this right. is off day fro. The, 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 he's he's about like he's getting braided right now. Right, probably. This is and Jokic is getting a haircut. Like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're prepping for war. They're, yeah. they're painting. They're all like, getting haircuts <laughs> in the locker room right now. Totally in a circle, together, yeah. bonding. I think I think Faku fouls out a couple times, or if not fouls out, is in Unreal. foul trouble. Like Damian Lillard, man, look here's the thing: Argentina is going to like storm oh, Adam Silver's offices in in Secaucus, right? Yeah. It's just going to be it's they're going to be furious because Damian Lillard, superstar, Faku, nobody knows his name. He's going to have a tough time, and Faku's done a great job. But I, I'm telling you, prepare yourself now. They're about to know his name. They're about and to Faku know. also, he mentioned how he's a little nervous, a little anxious. He's gonna be so hyped up Dude. for this game. I'm like, I'm expecting Faku to come out there and just slap the floor or something. I'm first, he might have a possession. dunk or something, or like just jumping so. Gamer, high. dude, gamers love high pressure situation. Yeah. Faku yeah. is nothing short of a gamer. He's right, Tim right. Tebow, but he might be a little like too hyped up. I'm saying. I don't think so, man. Like this is not his first rodeo. Like, That's th- a good point, Eric. This his is first NBA rodeo, but he's an yeah. This is. I mean, player. give me a break. Like if he was, you know. A rookie, first time coming. Like Michael Porter Jr., we don't quite know how he's going to react in this situation because he's not been in these high leverage situations in his career for a variety of reasons. Faku has played exclusively in these high pressure situations. <laughs> also, Argentina, just so you know, Secaucus, you can skip it. Not a lot to see there except yeah. a room with a bunch of TVs. Yeah, just so you know, Secaucus, exactly how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we take our last break here, I do kind of want to ask. So. I don't want to ask. It is a legacy question, I guess, a little bit. But you know, what does this series mean for Jokic? You know, what what is at stake for Jokic personally? He's going to be the MVP. The ballots are almost all out now. Like he's yeah. he's going to have. I think there's 110 ballots or something. Like that. I'll bet you he has over 100 first place votes for sure. He, for sure, we yeah. know we meet like the the people who have publicly stated that they. Ha- are, I think there's one. Like, Non yoke, yeah. So far, I thought it was Reggie. Miller. It was Reggie. Miller, but we don't even know that he has a. Have a we don't know that he has a question. question. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, I could say I'm voting for. Of course, of course. I thought Reg, I thought it was that Reggie Somebody. had one. So either way, either way, we, like, what does it mean for? So Jokic? we have started. Uh, like, we are in the age of Jokic. This is the the beginning of the age of Jokic, where he is not just another little footnote. He's a cute little story. Like he is, and especially if and when he wins this MVP award, like now he is truly like all eyes are on him. Um, You know, he's been disparaged by a lot of people in the media that just sort of like can't wrap their head around the idea about about a guy that they never watch play is actually good. Um, So now he's in center stage. It's, it doesn't matter for his career. It doesn't matter for anything other than just like getting that sweet, sweet revenge. And like that, I told you so. And that like feeling of like, all right, you know, this guy is now made like you can't he's now off limits. You can't like talk about that. He's overrated or he's just like that. He's a, a blog boy darling or, you know, like this is Jokic's opportunity to just shut mouths and like get people to appreciate the phenom and the gift that he is to basketball itself. And so and I, I have no doubt that he'll do it. You know, yeah. but this doesn't have anything to do with his legacy because he's going to do the same thing next year. He's going to be in the conversation every year moving forward until we start talking about Jokic voter fatigue. Yeah. yeah, I do think he's under a little pressure just because he is the MVP and there's a certain level of expectations you place on the MVP in a, in a playoff setting. Like he's got to be great. He's got to be the best player in this series or, or else there will be a little bit of disappointment totally. because he's been so good this regular season. Um, you know, even without Jamal Murray, even with how shorthanded the Nuggets are, I still think, you know, there is pressure on Jokic to be. Like I said, hands down the best part in the series. Now, I have 100% confidence he will do that because every time he's been tested, every time there's been expectations placed on him, he's risen to the moment. He's exceeded them. So I think he will, but I I do think there is some pressure on him to be great. Hmm. I agree with everything Wayne just said. (laughs) (laughs) I I know I'm saying that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. I don't think it's funny because sometimes you're like, do this and it'll become un- undeniable. Like, 
LeBron, as recently as two, three years ago, people would be like, <laughs> I don't know if he could actually come through. Like, it, there, there's always going to be deniers because there's money in, made to be the guy, the, the carnival barker that's that's selling you on something. But I do think that it's just another one that goes a long way if he can not just win the series, lead Denver to the series, but sort of a convincingly so. If it's if you can sit there and say. Portland, who now has a healthy roster and built the roster to be exactly what it is. They made all these moves. If they can't beat a Denver team that is like so far from what they thought they were going to have this year, you know, if you can overcome that, then it really is one of those things where it's like, hey, Jokic is good enough to beat like the best laid plans of all but maybe five teams, and, yeah. and it would be a big th- a big deal. So. Whereas if he falls short in round one, he's a fraud for three months. <laughs> people that's will just, say, I mean, hey, that's it. That, people, that, that, it's not fair, but it, the takes are going right. to be insufferable. Because people have really sort of staked their reputations on betting against Jokic at yeah. this point. Like, yeah. Nick Wright has now built at least this small portion of his career on needing to be right that Jokic, it's silly to anoint Jokic MVP because he, he's unworthy of it. Yeah. yeah. The, the Nuggets have an opportunity, and I, I don't know if they're thinking about this. I doubt they are. I certainly am, though. They have an opportunity to just end the Portland Trailblazers as we know them. Yeah. Like, they have an opportunity to potentially break up Damon CJ. Yeah, that's true. They have an opportunity to send the Blazers into a head coaching search this summer, right. like, that, to totally real. overhaul their roster. They, they really have a chance to just totally break apart Portland. Oh, my God. Um, which would Speaking be my crazy. Language. <laughs> yeah. Everything I'm looking for in life. What does this series mean for MPJ? Dude. Um, I mean, look, we'll start. Th- should MPJ fall short of what we're all hoping for this series? Um, what does it mean for MPJ? Nothing. If he approaches yeah. if he approaches I that agree. offseason the right way, right? It's fuel. If he it's fails, fuel it's fuel for the fire. And we all have said we, we think he's that kind of guy. That said, um, his season, this was a coming out party this season. We saw people publicly say, I have verbatim i have changed my mind on michael porter jr if he comes out and is the third best player in this series this is an offseason mpj evolves completely from blue chip to borderline all-star if not already an all-star oh man you know what is funny to think about this is i you saying this made, made me realize you lose this series i think him being an all-star next year is so hard it's already hard just because of like you know how many players are out there. You got Luca, you got LeBron, you got so many players out west. But if you lose the series, I think it's off. He could average thirty points a game next year, and they'd be like, "Yeah, but I still Kawhi Leonard, you know, is a champion, whatever this or that." If you win this series and you win it because you had a great series, his odds of making a pl- an All Star game next year go go up so much. Yeah, this is weirdly maybe the most important thing for whether or not he will be an All Star next year will be this series. Which is so wrong, but it's, of course it is. But, but it's, so it right it's so right. It's so wrong. So wrong, but it's so right. Just like well, yeah, good Evan, yeah, right on time. Evan McKee said the exact same thing. If MPJ wants to be an All Star next season, um, and he it starts, really does. It like, starts right now. You. Starts yeah. with this round. I mean, so. look, man. If he has a great playoffs, and then all of a sudden the Nuggets aren't going to miss Jamal Murray nearly as much next season, like that's going to be huge. Yeah. Like, he he. Michael Porter Jr. will have the opportunity to help carry Denver for the first three, four months of the regular season next year. And if he has a great playoffs, that makes that that much easier, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the start for him of like real narrative legacy building. Yep. He's the he's nominated for the most improved player like he is which second year players never get nominated for yeah and i mean he has every he has everything working for him i mean um it's going to happen for michael porter jr he's going to be an all-star he's gonna be you know like a top team nba um player year after year he's gonna be in that discussion it's just like how quickly does this rocket ship get off the ground yeah a good point let's take our final break on the other side we i, I think our our guest is here so on the other side we'll I have always a, get kicked out for these they guys. do always get kicked out um but we will miss you uh harrison take us to break and we're going to talk to a portland fan about just what they think of the, this nuggets team all right guys it's time to hammer the over again on DraftKings, and what that pretty much means is it's time to just win free money Ooh. absolute free money uh so you guys know about hammer the over DraftKings pretty much picks one game uh, this week, I think it's the Mavs Clippers game, and you just bet on the over. For the more people that bet on the over, the lower the line drops. So now it's down to like 50 points or something. So it's going to go over. It's a free chance to win uh, just some money. So go to DraftKings.com, hammer the over. Um, 
and win some free money. Like I said, for every better who hammers the over in the featured game, that point total drops. Like I said, it's already down pretty low. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to hammer the over. For every 1,500 people that bet the over in that featured game, the line will decrease by one point. So it's already down super low. Tell your friends, tell your family, get in on, get in on this. It's free money. Uh, that's promo code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook for a limited time. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only restrictions apply. Max $25 wager. One per customer. Offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And if you're not in on Hassle Cattle Company yet, you guys are missing out. Uh, they've got the best Wagyu We're doing, beef around. I think, the fourth company order. Yeah, right every, every, like, every, every couple <laughs> weeks in the Slack, it's like, who wants Hassle Cattle Company? Get in on this we're order. We're doing it again. Blue collar yeah. beef, baby. Yeah. Get in but on like, this. we do group orders at DNVR. You can do group orders with your friends as well if you don't want to go all in it, all in on it by yourself. Get it, otherwise, um, just get a backup freezer. Backup freezer is so clutch. Right. Like that's that's a sign you're a full uh, full dad status Telling when you have you. the freezer in the garage. The garage freezer yeah. is it's clutch, man. Yeah. I want you that. Go shopping once a year. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> um, but Hassle Cattle Company, they've also got this deal going right now where DNVR listeners uh, buy three, get one free on their flank steaks. So you can buy three flank steaks, get one free. To get that, you use code DNVR flank at checkout. That's code DNVR flank at checkout. Buy three, get one free. Also use code DNVR10. For 10% off Hassle Cattle Company. And finally, I'm going to go here right after we get off this show. Illegal Pete's, they got a bunch of locations in Denver. They've got one just a couple blocks from the DNVR bar on Colfax. And they've got tons of deals going on. Awesome happy hour. Um, they've got 32-ounce margs. They've got $1 all drafts from 3 to 6 every day. $1 off house and coin style margs. So stop into Illegal Pete's. Great burritos, great nachos, great bowls. Queso. Yeah, the queso. Oh, just incredible. Um, I'm going to go right after this show. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to join you. Uh, but yeah, make sure to check out Illegal Pete's. Tons of locations all across Denver. All right. We have a we're nice enough. A Blazers fan came in, flew all the way in. Come on. Come on in, Blarick. Um, it's good to meet you. Checking in with a Portland fan. Hey. What up? Hey. Oh, hey, hey there. Up, yeah. Hey, uh, Blazers. <laughs> What's up, bro? Bla- Blazers Blarick here is is here. Um, What's up, bros? It's <laughs> good to see you. Um, thanks for coming into Denver for this. Yeah, you know uh, what else was I going to do? Did you did you hitchhike here? No, me and my bros are playing a little sack up in Washington Park uh, <laughs> around a the sack. Uh, were you? Yeah, around the roses. That's what we love to a do. Little uh, slack lining. Yeah, we all got some growlers, yeah, uh, okay. some voodoo donuts, and uh, we, <laughs> okay. did, we went sick. Yeah, it's <laughs> a paper mustache. Uh, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Wow. Um, so tell us, uh, you know, what? just what is your sort of take on this series? Nugget, oh. Nuggets, Blazers, just... Listen, we got the best play in the world. Yusuf Nurkic. <laughs> okay, all right. Dame's in there, CJ's in there. Okay. Tell me who's going to stop us. I, know, I mean, I know we get stopped every year, but I think yeah. this year will be different. Do you feel like this is a battle of good versus evil at all? In a, completely. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind taking on the mantle of evil here because, I mean, who... Wait, oh. who, who who's amongst <laughs> us could have... Any quarrels with Nikola Jokic, uh, <laughs> but definitely, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we're a little evil. Is that my fault? No. <laughs> uh, you guys have any questions? Oh, well, Blazers you know, a little off the wall here, not so much basketball. I was just curious for your thoughts on voodoo donuts. Listen, bro, uh, voodoo donuts are for the tourists, my man. Uh, <laughs> if you're not eating Blue Star, what are you eating? Wow, very, very good. Uh, um, have you found any good coffee places in Denver, or does the coffee just not even stack up to Portland? I mean, listen, I'm a little offended, number one. Of course it doesn't stack up to Portland. I mean, granted, we're not Seattle. We're Seattle's little brother. We're always uh, referred to as sort of the Wyoming to Seattle's uh, <laughs> New York. Or Colorado, as it were. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. It's something I've uh, adjusted to and moved on. We're not really known for our coffee, but um, we still like it. I mean, you, better than you guys. Yeah. Um, wow. Is there, I guess this is, <laughs> just do you have a, a prediction for the series? You know. Oh, yeah, you? dude. Uh, listen, I've been, like I said, me and my bros got a few growlers. 
Played some board you games last night. Really, really chopped that? it up. Some board games, yeah. We don't like to. We don't. We don't like to go outside. I don't know if you okay. know that about us. It's raining a lot. Um, it's raining a lot. <laughs> so we were giving each other tattoos. I don't know if I mentioned okay. that. Okay, all right. Um, and I think it's a pretty clear Portland and three. Portland and three. Wow, it's <laughs> gonna be Blazers right. and three. Portland and three, right. and then you got a couple days to play some uh, frisbee golf. Uh, what do you mean a couple days? We're doing it during the game. Right? <laughs> so Dame is not going to win the MVP this season. Um, Says you. <laughs> you know, will he be the MVP of this series? Uh, I mean, how many ways can I say yes, my man? He's Dame, dude. It's Dame time. Dame time. Generally, Dame time ends uh, two rounds in the playoffs, but it's Dame time right now. <laughs> Who is who is the Portland? What are you talking about, man? <laughs> who, is, who is the Portland Trailblazers X Factor in this series? Portland Trailer, uh, I would say it's the strip clubs in and around Portland. <laughs> There's quite a few of them. We're known for it. For some reason, they're the most densely populated area of strip clubs in the country. You can look that up. It's true. Will our players be able to stay focused with all of that outside influence? I don't think so. So there's no X factor. For it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's. Tr I mean, truly, it's going to be uh, our off-season acquisition. It's going to be uh, what's his name? Our uh, defensive, <laughs> our defensive Robert Covington. Robert Covington yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I love him so much. I can't stop thinking about him. Um, and it's going to be our beloved Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, it's going to be that Balkan battle, formerly the Balkan buddies. We're going to see what. Uh, what our man Nurk has for Jokic, I imagine it's not going to be too much. I'll be embarrassed by it. But, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, uh, Blarick, it's, it was really good for you to fly in. I uh, appreciate it, bro. If you want to go in on a growler, you let me know. <laughs> I'll let you know if I want to go in on a growler. Uh, can you go ahead and bring Eric back? He's, he's off camera. Can you just bring him back? We, we appreciate it. Everybody, everybody, thank you. Thank you, Blarick. Uh, we love you, Portland. Um, well, that was as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we like just give Eric green lights? <laughs> like, he he like bought into the Portland persona a little too much. It was a little too natural for him, I think. Kelly, you can go ahead and hey Eric, thanks man. We just had a really really strange person here. Um, it is time though to celebrate something Eric really is a piss that we have Whoa. brought everyone's attention to, and that is wow. that Eric is getting older today. Uh, older, older, older. We're not gonna say how old he is but it's pretty old it is 43 he's an old man he's an old man but we're very excited that he's um, still alive and so excited that we got him a little something I thought I'm, this whole time I've been stalling for you to bring in the uh, gift does Kale even know about we'll do the it gift? live Did, have you not checked your messages here there's all right. There's uh, you know what we have a cake for you. Well, uh, we'll, we'll do it later. Wait, where is it? <laughs> is this? Am I waiting to get a cake well, put in my that, face? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's all. That's all it was. We bought you a little cake. Actually, Harrison did. Do you like, <laughs> I don't want to take did? credit for it. <laughs> Hey, there it is. Oh, hey, look at that cake. I Boston, really Boston, Boston cream. He even left the oh, Boston cream. He even left the price on just so you could know your worth to us. <laughs> it was a $9 cake. <laughs> it was a $9 Not even a front. We love you, bro. From thanks, Safeway. Hey, thanks for, thanks for the, all the DNVR thing, but also being a part of the Nuggets beat, man. You're the best. Listen, guys, nothing makes me happier than talking about the Nuggets. I would do it with or without you, but it's so much better with you. You guys have enriched my life. Are you the talking NBR about the crowd? Yeah, it's ever happened to me. Yeah, I can't tell you. I'm talking, talking to you guys to through because okay. it's weird if, uh, and I'm also talking to the chat. DNVR is the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, this is very meaningful. Not this birthday. This is just signifying, <laughs> signaling I'm going to die, which I'm comfortable with. But also, let's go Nuggets. Let's go Nuggets. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> it is a Friday. I'll take one with you. Um, do a shot with a cake chaser. Yeah, that I'll, I'll great, take man. one with Boston you too. Cream to we'll watch it. I'm not gonna let you guys drink rakia without me. I yeah, guess. Come, come on, Kel. come on, hey, Kel. Oh, mid. Stop. I, I thought you'd be a Boston uh, cream right, cake well, kind of guy. A, here's a stall. Oh, Shout out right. the five or six um, Portland fans in the chat today. Thanks for being good sports for that. Well, good sports. Listen, yeah, I listen. love that, man. I yeah, love that. Seriously, that that uh, Blarick guy is real dick. But I've spent a lot of time in Portland in my life. It's, a cool it's city. honestly a city that I considered yeah. moving to yeah, many awesome. times. It's a cool Some city. of my best friends on earth live in Portland. I've had a great time there. Um, and, sure. you know, if uh, I will say, like, Portland, the the team, the basketball team, understands culture better than any other totally. team. Totally, maybe outside of Brooklyn in the league, and um, Brooklyn, <laughs> dude, Brooklyn gets it. Like yeah, they're new, Brooklyn they're new, it. they're a new brand, but they get it. Like they yeah. absolutely okay. get it. Like, okay. um, 
And so I'm I'm always envious of that. The Nuggets, I feel like, are finally sort of understanding the, who their actual fan base is. But maybe um, I will Portland. I'll give you that. You you, you look good. Uh, you lose well. Let's go. <laughs> like there's probably gonna be some there's gonna be some contentious moments between Nuggets and oh, Portland. Are Blazers you kidding? It's gonna be yeah, over so the next ugly. couple weeks. But, I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll yeah. apologize now right. for anything. But, but at the end of it, I think we can go to Portland. They can come to Denver, and we can hang out. It's like when indistinguishable it's when a person from Portland is in Denver or vice versa. <laughs> I, so, I yeah. used to always say, yeah. and you can that's take, how I would have made fun of the Denver guy. When I yeah, when I used to always go to Portland, I was like, wow, Portland's amazing. It's basically. Denver without a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's raise our glasses. Givoli, so forty-three in, more years into the fray once more, my friends. Here comes the playoffs. Let's go, Nikola Jokic. Let's into go, the fray D-M-D-O. was that a Denver thing? That's a Shakespeare thing. Let's go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Burn so good. <laughs> that was good. Good night, <laughs> Serbia. Good morning, Australia. Good afternoon, everybody. See you later. <laughs> If you're looking for a place to get your teeth clean, maybe you need some dental work done, make sure to check out Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of us here at DNVR have gone there to get everything done from getting our wisdom teeth pulled to cavities filled. They're great people. They care about you as a customer. And right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, stop in there, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top of the line electric toothbrush. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group today, located 15 minutes from downtown Denver and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush today.